0: Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. Today we'll be podcapping Week 6, Episodes 39 through 46 of Evernight.
1: So I'm so excited that we are finally here. We've been off of the whole recording for a couple of weeks. That's right. You know, the polar vortex interfered with your internet (laughs) and I hurt my foot and all kinds of fun stuff. So, but we're finally back. I'm excited to be chatting about this.
0: And all of our broadcasts are sort of catching up with us, so... I know, um, so
1: we're like, oh crap, we need to get it done this week. <laughs> no no excuses.
0: <laughs> Interesting to listen to the earlier versions, be, or the earlier episodes, because I feel like we have a better sense of who everybody is. Um, and so as I'm listening, I'm like, oh, come on, stop calling him that old dude. We know who that is, but...
1: Uh, I still call him that old dude sometimes. <laughs> Would well, become I know Grandpa Light? He is, yeah, he's switched over to Grandpa <laughs> Light this week. But I know who he is in context. Correct. Just, I still have nicknames for him. It happens. Um, but yeah, so listening to the early ones, I swear, people. By the time you like mentioned, oh, this is who that is. I'm like, we know. We just were five <laughs> weeks ahead of our uh, podcasting, and That's right. and now we're not. <laughs>
0: Right, so. so now we're listening along and we're thinking, "Oh my goodness, what we're..." Or even in the very, I was listening to the first one where we're talking about um, the the prince, the prince of light, and how he's so noble. And now uh, we're like, "Oh, he's such a jerk."
1: That is that is so not true anymore. He is exactly, like, oh. but. We're excited to start getting into some nitty gritty. I mean, we have a lot of movement this week. Um, we discovered that that old dude is actually pretty awesome, other than the whole killing off Ning Che's family aspect of it. <laughs> and he and Sing Sang are just life. I love them. Um, we also kind of get through the all of the what do they call it? The wasteland area storyline and Ning Che comes back to the capital. So we're kind of going full round here to back, to get some action going on with the capital. So, um, I think we should start with grandpa light and song song. Cause then we can end it all with the Ning Che storyline this week. Um, As usual, it kind of jumps in back and forth between everything, but we find that that's really hard to podcast that way. So I think we're just (laughs) going to start with Grandpa Light. Um, He's been living with Song Song and making her his disciple, and she seems to be super awesome at it. What do we think of this?
0: Oh, I first of all, I love the two of them together. I think that um, the way she humanizes him really has helped me kind of, I don't want to overlook the fact that he killed all Chi's family, but I, I just love how he's taken on almost like a grandpa role in this. And uh, it's been really interesting to see how quickly she has um, learned whatever he's trying to teach her. Um, and so she kind of has power of her own and uh, that's been, you know, that's a that's a new development. I'm really curious to see how Ning Che reacts to that.
1: I do wish they had showed a little bit more of her. I don't know, learning per se, but just like her doing her power things, other than just doing like a little fire start. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and they did this kind of with Ning Che too. It's like, okay, we've taught you a ton, and I'm like, but we didn't see them teach him a ton. How you know it's cool that he has powers, but I wanted to see the details. I feel that we definitely didn't get details with Song Song, so I'm still not positive how powerful she is. Right. Just that we're supposed to think that she's super powerful. Or that she
0: has the potential to be really powerful.
1: Yes, exactly. So and and then I'm really worried because she's supposed to be the leader of the light. And they're all horrible people. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. no, because they're all talking about bringing her back so she can take her proper place and blah, 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 blah. The guy with the gold mask and everything. And I'm like, no, I don't want her to go anywhere near those hateful, speciesist or racist or sectist <laughs> people. They're horrible. I so, agree. So I have some concerns, but they haven't shown up yet. So we'll see what happens. Um, I was also really upset that Grandpa Light was going to have this horrible confrontation with Ning Che, Because I was like, how is that going to work?
0: You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
1: And then it didn't happen because other stuff happened. (laughs) Right. But, But I was really, the whole time I was watching the first half of this week's episodes, I was really concerned. I'm like, no, I love Grandpa Light and Song Song. And I would be devastated if Song Song had to choose. Agreed. So, shall we get into why Grandpa Light never had to discover Ning Che? Yes, we should. Because we had a lot of foreshadowing. I remember
0: even when I was watching it, um, you know, when Ning Che was headed off um, and he said goodbye to the Talisman Master, we kind of, I think we even brought it up um, that he definitely they they were they were kind of showing that he's going to something's going to happen. We both we both were like, "Oh, oh no, yeah. something's going to happen." So, um so it was no surprise to me that they were going to kind of do that, but um basically there was even I think you even noted like there was epic music in the background and all kinds of things, so
1: Although in my defense there's always epic music in the background now true. and i'm not complaining because i really really love that music me too um, it's like every time they turn it on it's like ooh, things <laughs> just got real <laughs> you know even if it's just people walking it's, Half true. The time it's just people walking and you're like ooh, something's gonna happen and then it yes. doesn't happen for like an episode <laughs> right A
0: lot of slow motion walking, a lot of like very dramatic kinds of moments. So
1: yes, all to an awesome symphony of that. Well, yeah, it's like a symphony of music that's at the beginning of the show. Yes. So, yeah. (sighs) So Talisman Master figures out that Grandpa Light is hanging out with Song Song, but he kind of has a misconception. Because he thinks that he's going after Ning Che, and mm-hmm. so you know a lot more serious demeanor going into this whole why are you stalking song song because of Ning Che kind of thing um but that's not the truth either <laughs> he comes in and they kind of all like side eye each other and there's like a lot of huffing and puffing and um so. Of course, like, you know, he thinks that Song Song is being stuck with him and somehow, like, secret plot to get Ning Che. So he's off to go save Song Song and destroy his, I think it's like his elder brother from when they were studying, cultivating, I believe it's some, that kind of relationship relationship. And he gets there, and they're all, like, side-eyeing each other like two cats and, (laughs) you know, blah, 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 blah. And then they both realize that they have different disciples. They're like, oh, okay, we're good. (laughs) Life is fine. We still have to battle to the death, but I'm so much happier going into it now. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs)
0: I really liked that. So we we basically have this really big epic moment where the two mentors are kind of going to sacrifice themselves in order for uh, to kind of show how light and dark can coexist, right? Isn't that...
1: Um, I'm not quite sure because I don't even think that the Talisman Master is a representation of dark, though. So I'm not positive
0: true
1: you know it's kind of fuzzy i think it's one of those chinese things that maybe people in china understand and we don't (laughs) i always say that when i don't get something but i'm sure like all of our listeners will be like oh this is what that meant right um but regardless they're they're fighting each other they feel like they have to fight
0: we'll wait for our listeners to correct us i'm sure somebody will i
1: know i know i love that people do and we're totally okay with it if we don't understand something, let us know. We're totally cool. I
0: have to say, even listening to this, it, it sounds a bit like we're just sort of tripping through it, like, you know, this is what we think. And and then after we watch a little more, even I am listening to the podcast, like, oh, you guys, like, no, that is not what that was.
1: But a lot of times they don't tell us within the eight episodes. Correct. Like, we learn stories about Song, Song this week, where all of our guesses back in week one are completely wrong, but we didn't know because right. they're just getting around to it this week. You know, right. they didn't give context to the scenes back in the early days. So, of course, we don't know what's going on. So, so true. So, you know, just understand that we're not watching ahead of our where we're discussing. So we have no <laughs> clue what happens. That's right um but so anyway they decide they're gonna fight and i feel that they think that one of them is definitely not going to live i don't think they necessarily know which one of them stronger because they both seem to be pretty similar um but it's going to be like the major fo- fight royale kind of thing yeah yes and song Song's going to be there and uh PP's going to be there i love him I loved how he would come and play chess with the grandpa light. It was so cute. Like out of fear first, but then out of like kind of a connection. I glad I'm glad he got some closure a little bit with his past. I agree. And then second brother, second disciple brothers also there. So those are the three people that go with him to, um, to this big battle. That's kind of like up in the middle Hills of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I kept thinking Sound of Music style, like the hills are alive kind of moment. <laughs> um, so they're up in the middle of nowhere with a great view, and they're going to fight to the death.
0: And they had Song Song bring, like, urns, basically, right? Yeah. Like, two pots, one one old, one new.
1: So whoever didn't survive was going to go in the pot, the ashes. So. <laughs>
0: Yep. (laughs) I mean, it was much more like metaphorical than that, but you know, but basically, yeah, that's what.
1: So they start off, and I love that the humor stayed. They couldn't decide who was going to attack who first, so they were going to rock, paper, scissors it. (laughs) (laughs) And they had this massive fight, but it was all rainbows and you know, clouds and it was really pretty, very cool. Uh, (laughs) Not a ton of fighting, I guess, like their powers were fighting and they, their powers when going against each other were perfectly matched and just created like these beautiful scenes, but it was really them fighting. And then they both ascended to the next level of cultivation, which means they both died, their bodies died and they ascended And went to the next level, wherever that might be.
0: Yeah. And there you have it. And then Song Song collected their ashes.
1: Well, I love that part where she's trying to get the ashes and second brother separates them into the two pots. And he helps with his magic. And it's like, oh. Because she was so upset that they were going to be swept away into the wind. Yeah. And not have a resting place. And I was just like, oh.
0: That was a really powerful scene, especially because I really grew attached to both of them.
1: I agree. And I was I was very upset that one of them might kill the other. So I, right. I like that they both just ascended to whatever's next, you know. Definitely. And they are up in the heavens battling it out and being cute old geezers. So... <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, back at the demons or the what is it, the wastelands.
1: Yes. Oh, now we have to go back. <laughs> now we have to go
0: back. We have Ning Che and we have. I want to say Shan Shan is, but is that right? Mo Shan Yeah, Shan. It's,
1: it's Mo Shan Shan. Okay. Like Shan Shan
0: goes to eat. I keep. I know. I was like, giving. I have that in my head, but no. Um. So the girl from the ink pond. And uh, and then we have our lady in red. Yes. So the three of them have entered the in the wastelands, the secret. It was the um,
1: secret chambers of the demon sector or correct. something like that. I can't remember what they specifically titled it. There's a specific title, but it's pretty much the demon sect secret lair. Where supposedly this book of magic is located.
0: Right. So they come in and they've got, like, I, I, again, I love that Ning Che has used all of his special gifts that he was given. Um, so, you know, in our last uh, podcast, we talked at the very end about the chessboard and how that helped him. And then uh, we come inside and they meet a new friend who's sort of <laughs> like, Gollum or something he's
1: totally Gollum. that is exactly what i Ugh. thought he's all chained up and creepy and crawling across
0: the ground and just i don't yeah
1: oh yeah so from what i understand it's a great leader of xiling how do you say that of the light sect oh yeah the xiling yes it's that yeah. um person from the like sect that went missing many years ago and I guess he's been chained up in the demon sex secret lair having to like kill everyone (laughs) who comes kind of like a forced creepy guard it was so creepy and he
0: he has his own story about why he's there um, which sounds a lot more noble than kind of what I think we've discovered is the truth Um, Yeah. And so he's basically luring them over to try to, like, steal their life force or something.
1: Yeah, suck Um, out all of their chi.
0: (laughs) Yes. There's a lot of chi sucking going on in this show.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he gets um, the lady in red. She's, I guess, the weak-willed out of the three. I don't know. But she's tempted to come over. He says, if you come over, I'll give you all of my power. And she's kind of greedy for power and stuff. And so she goes over there. And they're all sort of in a trance. A trance, And then yes. luckily the music box
0: that uh, Ning Che had been given uh, starts falls. falls out and starts to play. And so it sort of um,
1: kicks them out of the
0: trance. Yes. But our, by then our lady in red is a little bit too close. And
1: half of her soul is sucked. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No. Like she like she still has powers, but she definitely does isn't at the same level that she once was. I guess it sucked out her talent, like her her inner talent. Her, t- <laughs> her teeth.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So she's not much of a she's not much of a help as she usually would be when they're fighting this guy and Well and he
0: can transform into and now I cannot remember the name of it, but it's basically like a demon dog kind of thing. Yeah, yes. He he is a golem demon dog. <laughs> He's a golem <laughs> demon dog. And he and that's like crazy how vicious that is. And he um uses He pretty that- much
1: kicks Ning Che's butt and Shan Shan has to like kind of distract him to save Ning Che but she's about to get munched on too because I mean she's no she's not at the same level and then what happens like it, it's a really cool fight scene but it happened like three weeks ago right <laughs> Um, but yeah so somehow Ning Che suddenly has some demon sect powers that Complement his regular powers, and he kind of kicks the guy's butt.
0: Yeah, I believe that um he some of some of his this this isn't this where he becomes spelled or I can't remember yes, what it. Be spelled?
1: It. They call it be spelled, but it seemed like that just means that you can channel into your demon sect powers, but the regular other sects think that is evil,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Whether it
0: is or not, uh, yeah. I mean, the way he, it it almost is like a berserker kind of thing. Like it seems like he loses uh, control of himself a bit. I like that. that.
1: We'll call them berserker powers because that makes that makes sense to me because that's kind of how he acts whenever he uses it.
0: Right. It's not exactly um, Asian, but (laughs) the, the origin of berserkers, but. But that's the idea behind we it. We love is you that... all,
1: and you know what we mean when we say that. And Phoenixes. Yeah. <laughs> that's right.
0: Phoenixes, Berserkers. We're, yeah.
1: Yeah, we're on this.
0: Okay. So and then so they escape.
1: Exactly. Pretty much.
0: Stuff and just stuff happens, them. and they win and they escape. Yes.
1: And. As soon as they get out of the side of the hill, they meet the demon sect princess, who I love. And her yeah. little puppy, PP, named after. <laughs> or it has the same name as his bestie. And they kind of bond over that. And it's adorable. Yes. Yes. And it sounds like she's going to have some... It, like, not influence, but she's going to be part of the story later on. I don't know if it's in this season or next season... But she makes Ning, Ch- yeah. She makes Ning Chae promise to take her to the academy so she can become a disciple of Fusi. Yeah. So
0: Fu <laughs> Zi.
1: It cracks. Um. It cracks our friend, our co, um, podcaster, drama geek up because yeah, there's just some words I can't say.
0: That is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening and listening to one of the podcasts where
1: I was like, that's so obnoxious. Foods. And I'm Henri, and I'm a, like, everyone knows I have the worst pronunciation ever, so life goes on. <laughs> so next we get out. So they separate from the demon sect princess, but right as they're about to leave, they meet up with the demon sect general Ugh. who we all just dislike because he killed all of Ning Che's family um just for uh, people that are listening that's the brother of the Empress comes and he's looking for the the magic book that they supposedly have on him and he kind of beats them up a little bit you know yep. But just when you think things are going to go super wrong for Ning Che, his first disciple brother shows up and kind of kicks the general's butt, which was also nice.
0: <laughs> so it was our first opportunity to really see First Brother doing something other than you know making fish for fuzi or <laughs> um, you know bringing him tea or something like that. Um, We actually got to see what he's all about, and I really liked it. (laughs) And I texted
1: Jen. (laughs) Did you actually, did you see those ones? (laughs) Was Um, that along
0: the lines of, he's hot?
1: Yes, I might have said that three, maybe five times, maybe more. (laughs) Every time he came on screen. He's now my favorite disciple brother. So...
0: (laughs) He's just
1: It's the dimples. He, yeah. Yeah.
0: And he does it in such a way that is like he he doesn't flaunt his power, but you can tell he's pretty darn powerful.
1: Exactly. And it and it's just he's an enjoyable character. I yeah. enjoy him. I agree. So he scares off the general and kind of kicks them around and the general runs off. And he um, he asks che okay, what's going on? And Ning is like, well, I need to get to a cultivation level where I can take down the general. And so he says, well, in five years, you'll probably be powerful enough. <laughs> Not only that, but he says, okay, we'll make sure to keep the general down till you can confront him by forcing him to, um, retire from being a general yeah, so he's like, so he go, he and Ning Che go to the general's house and pretty much do a smackdown on him with the pa- with the backing of Fusi Fousey, Fusi Fousey? <laughs> <Fousey. Foodze. laughs> <With It>. that. <laughs> and um <laughs> they force him to go and retire, which is kind of pretty awesome.
0: And that was a really interesting um, tea party, like because Shan Shan was there, Mo Shan Shan was there, and so was yes. um, First Brother and Ning Chie in general. And you could see that the general was playing his mind game tricks, and First Brother really put him in his place.
1: Well, and I really liked that the general's all like, blah, 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 you guys are doing politics, blah, blah, blah. And the other guy's like, you know, everything that you've done, we up here don't care about it. Until you started trying to hurt our younger brother. And that is unforgivable. And we will, um, you know, take events and we will destroy you. (laughs) Exactly. yeah. So they left there, Ning Che giving glare eyes to him all the way out. <laughs> but we're not done because the sexy braided hair underling <laughs> decides that he's going to take it on his own to go kill Ning Che.
0: Oh, bad mistake.
1: It's very bad mistake because Ning Che is not the old Ning Che. Right, he's currently trying to hide it, but he's Demon power, amped up berserker Ning Che, yep. and sadly, our sexy braided hair underling is killed. But not before finding out he was a secret spy for the sec- light sect. So I was not. I was expecting like, what? That. What is that? Like, I was not seriously. Expecting that. Yeah, so I was not expecting that, and sadly, he's no longer. He's all gone. He was killed really fast.
0: He really was. And I, I wasn't expecting that. Because the last time that he encountered Ning Che, you know, it was certain death for Ning Che at that point. It was just that someone oh, yeah. sacrificed, you know, to, to save him. So,
1: But this time, like, once Ning Che gets angry enough, he can't control everything. And it's like his powers explode and, like, decimate the people that he's fighting against. It's interesting. So, oh, okay. I looked at the outline and saw what we have to talk about next. This guy is <laughs> such a total ass. Sorry, if you're listening to this, Maknae, I'm sorry, but he totally is. Ugh.
0: Right. What do you mean? He's a donkey.
1: No. And, uh... You can't even use other euphemisms. No. He's he just
0: He really um... So we're talking about the Prince of Light and it's really hilarious because <laughs> in the very beginning I remember we both were like, "Wow, look at how upstanding he is and how n- noble and kind and and no. No, he's just a big jerk." So if we you remember he um he had his chi destroyed by the Ningche arrow. That Che arrow was cool. That was
1: awesome. It was an awesome arrow. But the prince... And he fell down. Yeah. And then we next find him. He's laying in the same spot. And he's like a little (laughs) snowball of (laughs) angst. (laughs) Only his head is like out of the snow. Why only his head? I don't know. Because, come on. We all know that... Yeah. But Ugh. he's a little snowball of angst, and he's found by the, what, the flower priestess or whatever she is.
0: The flower maniac, yeah.
1: Yeah, the flower maniac that loves him. Why, we don't know, but she does. She tries to get him up on his feet and stuff. Or Oh, no, he gets up. He's saved by some, what's it called, the wasteland people. Yeah, but he tries to kill the person the second that he realizes who it is because he's a sectist Big little jerk. jerk.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's not Did you not call powerful. him sectist? Yes, he's sectist. Not That's racist, right. he's sectist.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> <sighs> I hate him. <laughs> so anyway, he tries to kill him, but he can't even do that right, and he gets kicked out of the hut. And then he's walking around shoeless, looking like a loser. And she comes upon him and she's going and she's in the wastelands searching for him because she loves him on her pretty horse. And he's like, (laughs) I am worth nothing. Get away from me. And she follows him longer. She even wants to have sex with him. And he's like, I'm not worthy. I am nothing. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. You're right. You are nothing. (laughs) You are nothing. (laughs) And that's someone who sometimes characters can look pretty even though they're kind of like dragged down oh no he aged and looked really bad yeah bedraggled like
0: just yes. You you know he lost not just his chi but everything you know his any kind of appeal that he had got taken out with his chi i think
1: yeah and then at the end he does he's like angsty 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 and then decides he's gonna fight and becomes like the leader of the hobos So, that's kind of where we leave him. He's the prince of hobos now. And (laughs) we wish he would just die.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, meanwhile, back at the capital, we have a more Song song um, drama. We discover that her parents... um, are actually uh, still alive. And And they love her. (laughs) They do.
1: It was so sweet. Um, So she's at this party with the Empress and the Princess. And this woman starts staring at her intently. And we find out it's her mother. But she had another concubine had sold her baby to slavers when the baby was little and they weren't around. They were at... Did they say they were at a party or something like that? Oh my gosh. I totally have
0: drawn a blank on that. I thought wait, I thought she gave I thought she gave birth to her and then No, because
1: the baby the baby was still a baby, but I think it wasn't like the day she gave birth. Really it was.
0: Maybe it was. We should check this and put it in the show notes.
1: listeners, if you know, let us know. Was she a baby baby? A newborn baby? (laughs) Did her parents go to a party and came back and the baby's gone?
0: (laughs) I can't believe we can't remember
1: that. Dude,
0: I can't believe you can't remember that. I said we. I didn't say me Uh, or you. you. I said we. I can't believe we can't remember that. But, but the important remember. thing is, she has a birthmark on her foot. On her foot, a very distinctive birthmark. Oh, thank goodness for the distinctive birthmarks of and the royalty. And they keep like searching and-
1: for babies and kids and young ladies that might be of the right age, because I mean, it's not like they knew what Song Song is going to look like twenty years from now. Right. But um, so they discovered that she is their daughter. And they're overjoyed. And they actually have a lot of money and are big supporters of the emperor and empress. So that's interesting. Absolutely. And they
0: they really want her to come and live with them. But um, she, she doesn't want to leave Ningche. She doesn't want to leave their home. So um, she basically refuses to go with them.
1: Which is kind of sad because they're so. I mean, they're so happy she's alive, but they don't want their daughter to be someone's slave, which is understandable. Right. Um, and and not not that she's a slave, but she's definitely a servant. On the lower. She's definitely a servant. Yes, but
0: I th- I think that she sees it very differently. I think um, she doesn't see herself as. Um, Lower than Ning Che in many ways. I think she sees herself as his family.
1: Yes, but other people don't see it that way.
0: Exactly.
1: And we also learned that the princess is not as sincere as she seemed, which kind of right. pissed me off. Yeah. Why did the Prince of Light and the princess have to suck so much? <laughs> but she was just being super nice to Song Song to get her foot in with Ning Che and to, like utilize them in her own political schemes so yeah i
0: was disappointed by that i originally really liked the princess i really liked her in the beginning and um lost a lot of respect for her when she kept trying to put her obnoxious brother on the throne but this this was kind of like really like you had to do that you had to be so insincere
1: yeah so we're kind of over the princess yeah it's sad. Long live the Empress and her son. <laughs> I still like the Empress, yes. Okay, so now
0: we have Ning Che, and he brought Shan Zhen back with him to the capital. And Sexy First Brother. And Sexy First Brother. They're all together back in the capital, and they show up, and um, Song Song is not as warm and fuzzy and Golden Retriever-like as Ning Che seemed to think she should be, I think.
1: Yeah, it was a mix of she wasn't what he was thinking she should be, but then he kept getting distracted by Shan Shan. So exactly, no wonder she wasn't as fuzzy. Because yes. she loves you, you idiot, and you brought this woman in. Right.
0: And it, it was a very interesting... So early on in the show, I wasn't necessarily thinking that they could ever be an OTP in the traditional sense, like a, um, because like I said, said, you know, he raised her basically. Yeah. Um, but that whole jealousy thing that she's showing and just some of their interactions have me sort of reassessing that.
1: I, I, I have to agree.
0: I can see it like I can see that I certainly can see how she feels and I didn't think that I would have you know I think earlier I didn't see that especially because she was always talking about marrying him off
1: well and and even now she still is but it's not the same way yeah it's more like a resigned well this has to be what happens so yeah it's interesting and as time goes on, when Ning Che is there a little bit longer, and he's he starts ignoring Song Song, which kind of pisses me off. You and, are full
0: of curse words today.
1: That's like three or four. Well, three of them are the same one about the Prince of Light.
0: Oh, good <laughs> so point. I,
1: I think that only counts as two. And and that's just a slight curse word. Okay. It's like curse adjacent slang. <laughs> I'm going to ask the Maknae if she agrees with that. Don't ask her because then <laughs> she'll be like, do I need to listen to their podcasts and edit them? <laughs> and we love Beep. the Maknae for that. But, yeah. but anyway, I'm really upset because poor Song Song is there slaving away over dinners and she's all alone and sad. And he is out like romancing it up in a teenage yeah. way with Shanshan. Shan, and I'm not happy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So tell me. So I've obviously I've watched a little bit further than this. So um, but I, I'm really curious from your perspective of like what do you think's happening? What do you think is gonna happen?
1: Um I think she's gonna go back with her parents. I mean obviously he's not putting their friendship and relationship as even a priority at all right now he's not even treating her like family I mean he could easily say hey I'm not coming to dinner I'm gonna go do this and I think she would be fine with it but the way he's treating her is as if she doesn't matter as if she is his maid Absolutely. and she has no say in what's going on and that is not okay
0: I think he's totally oblivious and oh he yeah needs he's a oblivious
1: He's that friend that goes in love and forgets he has friends and he's a total jerk. And you're like, I'm going to watch your relationship implode. And then I'm going to say, I told you so.
0: (laughs) Right. And then I'm going to say, where were you when, you know, like now you come crawling back.
1: Well, he doesn't even, it hasn't even, he has, ah, see, I'm so upset. I'm like stuttering. (laughs) He hasn't even been around enough. So she can tell him that she found her family. Right. And that is not cool. Or that she was the the disciple of the main light, Grandpa Light, which is a big deal. I mean, that's a huge deal. She is so important now. And she hasn't even been able to tell him anything because he's a jerk and in love <laughs> and thinking with not his head. Right. So, yes, what? rant over. All right. Fill in the
0: rant. <laughs> we will see if she takes it or if she has her own way of retaliating.
1: I know. I'm so excited that we finally got to record this so I can watch further. Because Stay we've tuned. made Because we've made a quest to, like, not watch far ahead because we forget things like I mean we forget them you anyway mean, like but this time <laughs> but we usually are worse though yeah there's been some weeks where you're like I don't remember any of this <laughs> <laughs> did that happen um pizza what pizza <laughs> pizza and chicken wings it totally was all you right know. so join us next week and we find out what song song does I'm excited
0: can't wait
1: Thanks for joining us
0: for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. We read every blog comment and Facebook comment. they are also great places to leave suggestions for future topics. We love to hear from our readers and listeners. We'd also love it if you could leave a rating and a review for us over on Apple Podcast. It's through ratings and reviews that iTunes algorithms recommend the podcast to listeners
1: so this truly is the best way to help share our podcast with other drama enthusiasts and don't forget that we have exclusive content available through patreon come join us for extras from podcasts that ran too long and our once a month patreon exclusive and thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor we love blogging about asian dramas but behind the scenes we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you and talking is so much faster than typing